Move Against Cancer podcast. We are your hosts, Gemma Hillier Moses, Move Charity founder, lover of all things running, travel, and tea. And I'm Lucy Gossage, oncologist, outdoor adventure lover, and 5K UA co founder. I'm Georgie Freeman, lover of exploring new places and the 5K UA manager. The reason we originally set up this podcast was to inspire and support and empower people to move and live an active and fulfilling life despite a cancer diagnosis. In this podcast, we want to share the stories of ordinary people doing incredible things as they find their own way to move against cancer. Going through cancer treatment can feel incredibly isolating and lonely. There's so much behind every individual cancer journey and so much of it is unseen and often unspoken. We want to explore the ways our guests navigate their way through the unimaginable. And we hope that by doing this, we can provide you with some tips, some tools and some inspiration to make your journey that little bit easier. We'll cover every aspect of living with and after cancer, from physical and psychological well-being, identity, goal setting, mindset, staying active, grief and loss, family and friends, and so much more. We will make you laugh, but we also may make you cry. But we guarantee that you'll take something away from every single episode. So we do really hope that you enjoy listening. Hello and welcome back to the Move Against Cancer podcast. It is Lucy Gossage here. Um, I cannot believe we're at series three. Um, it feels a long time actually since um, since I've been behind the microphone um, talking to myself in my study. Um, it's definitely not getting easier. I'm not sure it's ever something I'll be um, be comfortable with. But we are really so excited to be back, uh, even though I do find the talking to myself a bit quite challenging. Um, and yeah, we've got some really amazing guests lined up for you so far this season. Um, today, I can't wait to share the conversation that I had with a young lady called Crystal Marshall with you. Um, so Crystal is 23 and she was diagnosed with a rare form of bone cancer, something called an osteosarcoma in her face when she was 18. At the time she was diagnosed, Crystal was studying performing arts and she felt that her dream of becoming an actress was over. After undergoing chemotherapy and operations to remove the tumour, which left her with changes to the right side of her face, Crystal thought she'd never be able to act again. However, fast forward five years and she's now at drama school in London and well on the way to a distinguished acting career. She starred in BBC's Face It, a monologue exploring life with a facial difference, and has just very recently had her first big theatre appearance. The first time Crystal showed her face to people outside her family, in public was during her audition for drama school. Crystal is determined to advocate for better representation of visible facial differences on screen and in theatre, not just using a pity or villainous narrative. And she really wants to help others who have facial differences realise that they can still have the confidence to fulfil their dreams. Um, I cannot wait to share this conversation with you. Um, Crystal doesn't know this, but um, she went through, well, she obviously knows that she went through the Move Online program um, a few years ago, which is how I first heard about her. But she made a fabulous video summarizing or, or showcasing the impact that the Move program had um, had on her life. And I actually use that in a lot of the talks I do um, about Move Charity. Um, I've been wanting to interview Crystal for a long time now. I'm so glad that she found time in her very busy schedule. Um, and I can't wait to share the conversation that we had with you. Um, I know you're going to love this and I know you're going to take loads from it. Um, enjoy. 
Crystal, um, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a bit of a mission, hasn't it? You are a busy person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell tell me what you're up to at the moment because you're doing some pretty cool stuff from what I can from what I can work out. Yeah, so um, at the moment I'm at drama school um, studying to be an actress. I feel really passionate about it. Like I have loved acting ever since I was like about eight years old when I watched like Hannah Montana and High School Musical, like all those um, amazing, beautiful classics and just seeing them have so much fun on TV. Like I was like, wow, wow like a cool job like that. And so I'm just so, so fortunate to now be living in London, like of all places, like I'm from Birmingham. Um, so to be in London, actually achieving my dream to like be an actress and just playing every day is just absolutely phenomenal. Like I love it so much. Oh, so Chris Evans always says, if you find a job you love, you never do a day's work in your life. It sounds like you found Definitely. that. Yes, 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 definitely. Like, I mean, like, you know, it does have its uh, um, hard moments, um, of course, like every job, I guess. But, though, like, I'd rather that than, than um, anything else, really. I can't imagine myself doing anything else. So what are you working on at the moment? What kind of projects are you doing? Um, we are doing about, I think, two projects, actually. So, like, one project is... Um, singing right um i'm not best singer but for some reason they like keep and give me hard songs to sing i don't know why <laughs> um so they picked uh i'm telling you dream girls and i won't class myself as a singer at all uh but though the um teacher that we have the kids absolutely phenomenal she's like made me hit some notes that like even i was shocked by like i even get myself like 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 a whiplash or something or that well that's not you um and and yes yeah, so sorry we're doing that and also that like, we're doing these contemporary projects like which contemporary basically means like um like basically uh not shakespeare but like just like real life contemporized 21st century stuff basically and so um we're like doing that which is really really fun and yeah that's about it um really and that's been going great so far so i think you're quite modest because i asked you before you came on i i I'd, i'd found something you did with the bbc which we're going to talk about and said have you done anything yeah. else and you were like no no not very much and there's actually quite a lot out there that you've done crystal so um i think yeah. you're, you're, you undersell yourself and I even mm. found on your Instagram your graduation speech. Um, can you remember that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you remember what you were saying? What your what your key points were in that? Um. Yeah. Like one quote that like I thought that I came up with, but apparently like it's a famous quote. So maybe like I forgot. Like I found it like on Google or something. But yeah, like it was like. Um, uh um oh god what was it now yeah you have not been rejected you've been redirected right because like um because in drama school uh, like it's really competitive like like any job really and i think that when us as human beings really put everything to our dream thing that 
we believe we truly deserve then it feels right and we wish and we pray like and we manifest um to like to, like to have this thing and then it ends up not happening um that can be hurtful and gut-wrenching like and mm -hmm. you're thinking to yourself oh my god like is it me like what did i do and what could i have done better like i needed to do this 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 like what happened but then like um i just think to myself that like if if i don't uh get that uh, like get that dream thing like i know that i've been redirected and there's something much more better out there for me because the school like um i'm going to now that like that was not my first choice at all don't like it was like about my third choice i think um and i was not really like intended to like go there like at all and uh when i got like into the final rounds of like the two drama schools i really wanted to go to but then uh they said no sorry but you you have been accepted got wrenching but the school i'm at now like always kept on saying crystal come back come back come back and so um and so i think that now i'm really grateful to be at the school i'm at uh and that was for the better because through that um i got like the bbc gig um like as well and like uh loads and loads of like overlap opportunities as well like maybe those drama schools could have made me have the same opportunities but we would never know um but yeah like i'm grateful to that school definitely you're so wise to have learned that. I mean, how old? You're 23, is that right? 23, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're so young to have learned that lesson. It took me so long to really, it's, yeah, I, I just think that's that's such an important lesson to, to take mm. forwards in life. And it's something, you know, it's not always easy to do, is it? To, we all see rejection as failure and that's our initial um initial yeah. reaction and i i just yeah i watched it and i loved it and it's actually quite pertinent to something that we're doing move charities doing at the moment and i um yeah i was talking to Gemma, and it, yeah we were we were chatting about it it's amazing um so crystal i don't want this interview this chat this conversation whatever you want to call it to be all about your cancer um because that is in the past but I, it is shaping what you're doing to some extent now. Um, so you were diagnosed with a bone cancer of your jaw when you were 18, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And um, you had chemotherapy, a lot of chemo. I mean, I, I know about this chemo. It's tough, really tough chemo, and then and then surgery. Can you just talk a bit about Are you okay to talk about your surgery? And, um, yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so... I thought that chemotherapy was hard, um, but like it had, like, and he did not hold the torch like at all to like what I went through during like the operation. Like it was just absolutely, completely devastating. Not like only physically, but also like emotionally. I've never felt so depressed and low like in my entire life. Um, like I was about like nineteen, like when when uh i like him had the operation and i thought that when when i had the chemo like and my body was responding so well to it and my face literally went back to normal like it was like the size of a um small um like a small pear like at first and mm -hmm. then slowly but surely 
because of the chemo and it went smaller and smaller and smaller like I'm just having up with the nurses and the doctors saying to me Crystal wow like you're like improving so much I'm so proud of you like it just made me so happy because all I wanted to do was go back to college to get my degree like in acting and performing arts and just go back to normal like and so I felt like uh um like I was near that finish line but then having the operation it was like I was back to square one and I thought to myself oh um this is not going to be a one and two um weeks in the hospital like it's literally going to span for the next four or five years of my life trying to like him heal myself and trying to get better again um but yeah though you know like I just think that uh like I was really really like really happy and really just grateful like I never experienced so much joy when they took out the tumor because for like a whole year like I felt this presence like in my cheek that mm-hmm. was like 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 this like um like it did go smaller like the tumor but it was still there and whenever like I ate or smiled or talked like I could feel it moving around and I just hated it like I wanted it out of my body and so like um even though I I had a hole in my face because like the the first operation was to take it out like and then like the second operation which was more like extensive was to uh make my um my my white muscle be transferred to my face to make Mm -hmm. a new cheek um and so uh yeah like um when I took it out like the first um time like I was just like completely happy because for the first time I just felt just no presence just empty completely like um kind of void of like any tumor like and I'm just like really really happy about that because like um like tumors I think yeah it's like a tricky one really because it's like um even though I finished chemotherapy and like I like um had like all my friends doing like an end of chemo party like an end of treatment party um I couldn't really properly like enjoy my other treatment party because it's like I just still felt that there and so I felt that um it like it had to be completely removed from my body totally for me to have a sense of peace and calmness within myself and so when they did take it out like it was just like like a beautiful feeling a beautiful feeling and I didn't even have to process really that my face had started to like slowly change I was just focused on like it being out and that was amazing um but then having the operation uh and then like uh just like going through the recovery like and having the breathing tube as well was absolutely horrible um and not being given a voice and as an actress having your face being taken away from you and molded by somebody else is one thing but also um having your voice be taken away from you as well was just horrible really was that because on anybody um was that because you had a tracheostomy yeah 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 and how long did you have that for like like about two weeks i think um gosh 
which was like but like but you know like maybe like a week and like two days maybe but like for like death i just completely zoned out of that like it felt like forever mm-hmm. um and i had to have like a feeling tube as well like in my stomach which was really unusual and just like you know my like whole body changing and just having to process that like at 19 it's just crazy because i've got people in my class who are 18 19 and they look so tiny so small so innocent and i'm just thinking back now and being like wow like i was actually like that and like i still to this day don't know how i went through it all like it's absolutely crazy um yeah can you remember um when you first saw your face after the surgery yeah um at first i was very hesitant to look in the mirror like i went into the um like like i went to like the toilet just to go to the bathroom or whatever but you know like i would always like avoid like my face but then like like it was about five days in or something i was just like you know what i'm just gonna look and even though my mom like and the surgeon said don't look at your face because like 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 it will upset you like it needs to um swell up to its maximum first mm-hmm. and then like 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 it was like slowly start to feel heal heal but like you know like i just didn't really hear like none of it like i was like no like i want to see and like literally like i just saw my face and it was like words could not really describe what I felt like when I saw myself in the mirror. Like I didn't, like my brain couldn't relate that to Crystal, that to me. Like it was just completely different. And I just like ended up crying and being really upset because it's like after everything I've been through to end up with my face looking like this, like, like, just like, like, all of what I sacrificed my my um teenage years and my acting career everything for, for me to look how the way I do they was like they didn't do anything to make my face look better like it like they made it worse and so like I was just very um just like heartbroken by that like and my brain like couldn't um uh connect the reality of i needed to have this operation to save my life right i just like like i just didn't really care about that like i just cared about um being myself and looking like myself and looking like crystal like and being beautiful and i wasn't any of those things and it was just really disheartening just to see myself like that I mean, you are, we're going to put some pictures up with this because obviously everyone listening can't see you, but you are beautiful. And looking through your Instagram today, I just see these pictures of this absolutely stunning, very confident looking young lady prancing around, modelling, strutting her stuff, um, wearing your face, which is different, but wearing it with pride. Is that fair? Yeah. Is that how you feel about it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, um, I've always been 
a like attention seeking child do I <laughs> and like uh just like you know like I love detention I love to perform as well and like um so you know I kind of, like knew that me like having this face like would would uh be getting used to because well like I had to because like I like I literally spent three or four years of feeling so for myself and like I'm hiding my face and like covering my face and not really speaking out because like I just felt just so alone and like nobody nobody could really like really like understand what like I was going through um but like like, there came a point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired basically um the girl who just hid they can only not talk to anybody like or not like 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 and spend all day like every day like in the pajamas that was not me and so like it did like take a while but the like um through loads of self-help books and like loads and loads of um people who I like admire like Katie Piper like and Nikki Lilly like especially who are in the public eye um who like who do have a noticeable professional difference and they do speak about their experiences so confidently they can say that they still do have really down days but here are the tools that helped me hopefully like it will help you so having those as role models like in a way um that like really helped me um like include little kind of practices like in my day-to-day life um to like help me be like the dream girl who I wanted to be and so um I feel like I am close to that girl like as close to happiness than I've ever been like in my entire life um and so yeah like I feel like that's how I've like approached this now how 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 long do you think because I've heard, I've heard you talk about Katie Piper and something else actually and and I think you mentioned confidence diaries that um Talk, talk a little bit about them yeah so um Katie Piper has a confidence journal um that like uh because as well like, like I've always like admired her um uh, when I was younger like even more now that like I've got a face treatments now because it's like um suddenly everything that she talks about beauty like, and confidence and having anxiety makes sense now with me being who I am and me having a facial difference and so um yeah like like and I think around that time because I think that around 2019 I decided to change my life around um she like um, had a new kind of book journal out called like the confidence journal and like it was about like 300 like 365 days of like little things that you can do just to build like a confidence and like one of them I think was to kind of walk like in a park like by yourself or something and like uh me personally like I always had to have somebody out with me because I've heard all these horror stories about people who've got the facial differences or look different be be hate crimed for like um who they are and so like my best, um my like worst uh kind of thought like in my head was was like 
what like if I was walking down the street like and people would like just like um scream about my face and like make jokes or beat me up or whatever like it's so, like I need to always have my mom like or always have somebody with me but I wanted to get to that point where like I didn't need a person with me so having that confidence and it really helped um gave me permission almost to say no crystal let's do it by yourself this time and have that confidence to to do it by yourself and just try and during that first walk like I was shaking I felt really really sick and didn't want to do it but though like um I also didn't want to go back to my bedroom and hide from the world and watch my life drift away from me and so um the like the fear of not doing anything with my life was a lot more stronger than like um like actually going to the park and so like I did it like and um like um they can never happen like overnight like some days like, like I didn't do it like some days I did feel really confident to do it like I made sure like I went when kids were at school and like uh they were that hardly like anyone around and then slowly like we during half terms and slowly the summer and then just build and build and build but like it was a process of years um of that but day by day like it got really easier and so um that's my like advice to the people as well that like um that things don't just happen like at the blink of an eye or like a click of a finger like it does like those those first few steps are always the hardest but then it will get easier all the time have you had um have you had many you know unhappy people being aggressive or rude or name calling to you no no not really like where do you like you know like it's funny because we always think about the worst case scenario mm-hmm. Yeah. to be honest with you like and it never hardly happens I mean yes like um I've had like um like um uh teenagers and adults as well um say say they're like oh my god look at her face oh my god but though you know it's not like they would come up to me like and then I'll be hate crying for it and so like I'm really grateful because of that and as well like in London people don't care anyway mm. like, like so yeah they're too busy getting to the job or like stuff like that like on the um tube and so people don't care anyway like i do get that one um stare look first just so that people can absorb because they're curious but then they carry on and like and then it's fine um and does that bother you or or is it does it have you just you've learned that that you know that's irrelevant to you it used to really really bother me but then then when I discovered that um, I can't change about what people think about me or what they perceive about me, so there's no point um, just obsessing over them when, like, um, I know who I am, um, I know the person who I am, and like um, how I how I uh, try to be kind and compassionate, like as I can be to people, and so. Um, I don't really have to obsess about what others think about me because I'm confident like, in myself if that makes any sense. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, though, you know, I do have down days, but, like, I would just 
like like I can't be bothered with like people staring at me but but they are like fleeting and far between now you are so wise crystal it's really interesting looking you know trying to do a bit of research about you um the older stuff I found and and obviously you went through the move program with Helen and and yeah, you yeah. made a video with her and and the older stuff from kind of 2018 2019 in in everything I found your hair you were using your hair to cover your face um and and now you don't you, you know as I said you are anyone who looks at your Instagram would just think wow she's stunning yeah. <laughs> was that a very gradual process well um when I decided to look at your pajama school yeah um like um I so like my first audition was actually the first time I ever showed my face to um strangers um who weren't my family Wow. And so, like, yeah, 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 like they, like they, um, had a Birmingham like audition. Like they came to Birmingham. This was like in twenty twenty, so way before, uh, the lockdown, the pandemic, and all these things. Uh, um, and I was like, look, Crystal, like you can't, like, have an audition and have the hair like in your face. Like you're gonna have to make a decision, right? And so, you know, like I did like, for the first time, like my mom dropped me off and you know, wished me luck and all her love. And then like I did it. And like, like then you know, it was like really, really beautiful because it's like, um, I was so terrified. I was so, so scared about what people would think about my face and how they would react because I hated how I looked like I hated it so much. And so I thought that they would have felt really comfortable but when like um i don't know like like in like if it's because they're really good actors or whatever but though like they hardly reacted at all there was like you know like one guy who did double take at me but though they were just so nice and so welcoming and the panel like as well like the um the um the condition panel were were really nice as well and like um they said that they loved how i acted and i really touched them as well like and they really felt it like it was like for the first time um my words and acting transcended how it looks like and like and it moved past and it broke through the barrier of what i looked like and how the world perceives me as a person who has a face difference or a person who's got like you know like a different cheek um then like the whole world and so like I was just a character to them like and that meant like the world to me because it was like they took me seriously as I wanted to like do this for so long and then from then um like I didn't um take the hell out my straight away but they're like I'm slowly 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 like I did um there's some pictures where like you could just see like you know like a like like um a tiny tiny bit like of my cheek um compared to my whole cheek being covered but though slowly like it started to like to like show like like a little bit and then a little bit to like now and I think that me um getting like into my drama school uh combined with COVID and saying look like 
COVID is really, really serious and people are dying and like it's like something that we never ever expected like in our history. And so who like my face, like it's the last thing that people are thinking about, truthfully and honestly, right? And like 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 and so like on my walks where we only had to have like what but like two hours exercise a day or something like that. Mm. Um I like I just went to the park and like didn't have my hair like in my face. I did have people stare at me, but though you know, like I just like um had like in my thoughts again that look, there's a lot more going on like in the world than your face. Just be you and be grateful that you have your health and you're still here. And so that's all that matters. And so like um yeah, yeah, yeah. so like through that like I feel like I did really need lockdown to like ease me into it like a bit when like things were um like things were closed down still like and like you know they like well did well like you know like a little bit um anyway like like that a world did become a bit more compassionate I found and, and then, so uh yeah yeah sorry no carry on no no, no yeah, was... yeah like and so yeah sorry oh uh, no I was just gonna say so I I I'm not sure I'd it sounds like as you were getting your confidence back that you were crystal and you were still crystal despite the surgery and then wham masks come in like how does that because I, I did that in some ways make you want to regress and, and undo some of the hard work or how how did that affect you um but when like mask when it introduced like I was almost transformed back to a world where I was invisible and I was just like a normal black woman walking down the street like everyone else and I was so like 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 um people did not really care at all like I didn't run about like um to their day like whatever but when I did take off my mask then I was reminded that I have face difference, but then when I put back on again, it was like, no, like, I'm like, okay, like, you know, like, we're going to go back to our business or whatever. And so, um, there was a time where, um, I got so used to just being invisible that I did wear my mask, um, 247, just so, like, you know, like, I just, uh, didn't get no stairs or like, like anything like that. And, like, you know, like, as well, like, even today like, I think like um that like masks for me are like a comfort blanket like in a way because I'm just left alone because like 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 uh, like I'm, it's not every day that like I feel confident to like say I, um, I am who I am like I don't care like if people look at me and stare at me like I'm crystal whatever there are days where like, I just want to not be stared at like I'm a zoo animal hmm. and just go about my day and like not be scrutinized for that uh but yeah though you know like I feel like don't like it's a process but though like in school I don't have my mask on at all 
um school i think for me like it's my safe place like my only place where i can just be crystal and people know me as crystal because they've just gotten used to me now um whereas like on the outside world now like it's a wholly different thing but yeah that's what i've discovered so the you you first came on my radar um as someone i really wanted to chat to firstly because helen as you know who runs the online mood program sent me a video that you had made talking about it but um also because i saw completely independently on the bbc um a monologue that you did and we'll, we'll link to it because it's incredible and it's um it was part of a culturing quarantine kind of series wasn't it it was called face it yeah. um and i i watched it again today and i just wrote down a sentence a few sentences in the middle that stuck with me um I'd be interested to to know what you think because that was what was a year or so ago wasn't it that you did that yeah it was yeah um that's the thing about faces they're you they represent everything you are, and it's a swipe right world now. People bend in a heartbeat after a second long glimpse. What's your, because I know you didn't write that, but it's a very, very powerful piece. Um, and and anyone who's listening to this should should go away and watch it because it's, it's incredibly moving. What's your take on those words now? Um, yeah, like it is um, the truth. Like, and it's, Sadly, like the sad truth, really. Um, like uh, people who have like a face difference, yeah, like um, are going to find it even harder, like on dating apps, like Tinder, like on Bumble, like and all those things, where like it is like on first appearance, the face that we see every single day, right? Um, that people like are gonna swipe right or swipe left i'm like it's so you know like it's nothing to do like with like the person who's got like a face difference like it's just like the like other person um is kind of brought up to like a world where we like him have a like have a set beauty standard that like it's like acceptable and like um even if they they where they can like attracted to like a person who's got a face difference. You've got to add on to the factor of oh, but what will my friends say? What will my family say? What would this and that, this and that? Like, and it's a whole new different thing that I found anyway. Because like you know, it's like um, like like um, I hate to get a bit personal here. Like, you know, I might like regret it later. But like <laughs> um, I've I've uh done a few dating app things like myself, right? I like I like and as well you know like I've had um people uh say like you know, like I look like really cute and I look really attractive but I was like okay like thank you like and it's like um sometimes not all the time um they don't really mention like my face mostly uh but like you know like if they do like, I kind of mention like I had cancer they just don't speak to me like they don't speak to me like anymore like and they just delete me like and it's like um I don't know if it's like like it being associated with cancer that's like mm. makes people put away because it's like a very serious um uh thing that happens to people that maybe they can't deal with but like you know like i wonder like if like i said like i was born with it or like you know um i um like 
um a a dog or whatever like um they may have facial or whatever like i think that maybe like it would have gone a different way but though, like, i'm think? really interested about like the like the like, stigma around cancer mm. i don't know why that yeah so do you do you think that's it there's sorry yeah no, I was going to say, it sounds like you think there's almost as much stigma around cancer as there is around facial facial differences. Yeah, like, like, and that's just my own personal experience. Mm. Like a person might think completely differently, like, and they are um, kind of valid to, like, think so. But, like, from my personal experience, like, that's what I've um, had um, seen, so... Yeah. And you do, um, I mean, you're, you're getting a platform and I'm so glad that we're chatting to you now because I think in five years time, you're going to be a superstar. I, I genuinely think that. Um, is, is kind of campaigning for awareness of facial differences, is that something that you, you care about and you want to, to use your developing platform to, to kind of, what's the word? emphasize that's not like the word but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 like um people people always talk about like their life purpose right like like oh like that's my life purpose like you know like i don't want to die like, without um having a life purpose and this and that like like and i think that like if we're going to be very literal about it like i do think that um like uh this in a way could be my life purpose maybe um i don't want to believe that like god made this horrible thing happen to me for a reason because like thinking that like as a whole kind of whirlwind of like like um emotions that like i, I don't want to dig deeper into but i do believe that like um that like I have like I am here like, for a reason and um I now have a platform and through that platform I just really want people to like be aware like of these group of people who do have facial scarring who've been put down for like years and years generations and generations but like like but are being used as a gimmick in like movies and TV for like entertainment to be feared or to be pitied like no like just because like, we look different doesn't mean like we're not kind of multifaceted like everyone else is like we, like we 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 all have different faces like um we like um all kind of put on like a face and a character when like um speaking to like a banker like or like you know a um um our like parents compared to like our children like or like you know like our friends or whatever like we all got different type of faces and like different um like characters that like we perceive to the world and so i don't know why uh stories are not being told out there where like a person who's got a picture was like me can be the love interest um can uh can be the superhero can do all of these things right um so yeah like it's a like like a very limited box that the industry has put us in maybe because they like and haven't like actually had a proper conversation but like one of us to like actually 
um, and hear what we're really like and what we really think and what we're capable of. Like, and so, you know, like, I, I think that doing acting, like, is just a amazing thing because um, I think that, like, um, like, I learn a lot by watching plays and, like, um, about slavery, like, and black people, like, and disability, like, even more so than, like, hearing, like, a teacher speak about it for, like, two mm-hmm. or three hours, right? Like, I'm, like, I'm personally, like, a visual um, learner. And so watching something like um, Small Acts, that, like, that was on, like, you know, the the BBC, like, I think it was, like, last year or so, uh, like, like, um, about, like, black British people, um, learning about that to me was so great and inspiring because like, you know, like it was like, they were being like the people, they were acting, right? Mm. And so like, you know, like it's like, um, so basically seeing it in like a artistic form, like it's more like a platform than just speaking about it and going to like a meeting and saying, oh, that needs to change and this needs to change, but then change doesn't really happen. Like, it's like, dude, I can have to see it and I can, like, like, and how, like, you know, um, um, like, it has impacted people and then that's when change will happen. And so um, that's when like, I was really glad to, like, um, have that uh, that kind of project um, that, like, on BBC because, like, um, that's like telling people now and whoever like kind of watches it like in the future that like a person like me can can tell a story can hold a story can grip an audience and connect to an audience like even if they don't have a facial difference right and they can do it like in a impactful and beautiful way compared to a person who doesn't really have a facial difference and mm. so we can do that as well but though like we like just like have to see it to believe it and so that's why i'm really grateful like i did that project because um hopefully it reaches more people because i because i would love to see more people not just me um more people also um be on stage and screen who've got scarring as well and i'd be limited to it like to a stereotype or uh character yeah yeah i mean you're so right because why why could you you know why are people with with scarring or whatever why are they not casted as the main you know young person in eastenders you're right there are there are no examples of that and i guess we're getting better at including disabilities and things but um you've got i mean so i found i found um there was another thing on bbc a couple of years ago three years ago i think 2019 and you were talking to your mum and you were saying uh, you want to be an inspirational speaker. And then this really interested me, or doing stage management or theatre work, and you never mentioned mm. acting at that point. And now here yeah. you are, two, three years down the line, starting your acting career, already done, you know, that amazing, amazing BBC, BBC thing. How hard was it to get your confidence that, that you could be an actor and you would be an actor? Yeah, um really difficult like like it was almost like I had to get out of my own way really to like say Crystal like you can do this 
um because like um yes i had peter piper but like i never really had a actress or actor um if you had a facial difference really who like i could look up to like and prove to me that it is possible like um i have like loads of um black um like 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 in black and stars who i looked up to like um when i was a kid that proved to me that you know like um i like i can be black and be an actress but though no facial differences and so because of that like i was like um that means like this world um has no place for me and so um i still wanted to be in theater so like i'll just work and kind of backstage and just do it that way and just like hide um and not be noticed by anybody but but like i was doing a show um like quite a christmas carol i think um like a few weeks before like i went to like kenya um and I just saw like all my friends just having fun and going to rehearsals and also performing like in front of an audience and just having so much fun and like I was just like hold on like how come I can't do that like like who actually told me Crystal like you can never ever be on that stage and the answer always like came back to like hold on I'm the one who said you can <laughs> never ever be on that stage like there was no physical person who told me they could never be on that stage. And so like I went to my mom like one day like, and I told her, Mom, do you truthfully think like I can make it like as an actress? And then she like straight away said, Yeah, I was like, No, mom, like like truthfully, like truthfully, like and honestly, like um I want your like authentic like opinion, like you're not my mom, like you are like a person, um who would actually kind of see me like on the screen and not second guess um if like um I deserved to be there like or not like do you really really truly think that I can make it as an actress and then she was like Crystal I believe that you can make everything in me regardless of your face anything like you can make it and so like again having that permission my mom helped me a lot because um she has been through it with me like through everything and mm. and i know that she would not um make me do this if she didn't believe like i could uh um really um have a dream come true from this but and the belief so, like, has you know, to come with you doesn't it yeah 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 because so just having her say yes you can crystal I was like okay then yes i can and so from there like i haven't but like got that things like um like and also as well like um i like even had my first stage show um well monologue thing um last week saturday um and i was on stage uh just like speaking like a monologue um and just having my mom drive from from Birmingham to London and see me on that stage like, with the red curtains like three pillars mm -hmm. and like and like nearly 
sold out and just her being there and me being on stage like my first big London stage all by myself acting and I was like mom that is for you because it always starts with her without her believing in me then then like I would not um, have the confidence at all that gave me so many goosebumps oh your mum she must be so proud and yeah um I yeah I you know this is the move against cancer podcast and I can't think of anyone that we've spoken to who has shown any any clearer how you you can move against cancer in so many different ways um and Mm -hmm. you know inspirational is a word that is touted around but um I think it's it, it it doesn't even come close to describing who you are um and honestly i cannot wait to see what you do i think you have got this developing platform and you can change the conversation around people with facial differences and i'm not surprised your mum's proud because honestly you were making me (laughs) almost well up talking about that thank you um crystal thank you so much for talking to us um but yeah i've absolutely loved this chat Wow, how amazing is Crystal? She is so wise, so, so wise beyond her years. Um, Crystal, I actually think you could be a life coach as well as an actress. Um, Thank you so much for being so honest and open with me today. Um, I just know that you have massive things ahead of you um, and I really can't wait to see your journey evolve. What did you take from this conversation? Um, I think for me, something that really resonated was the phrase, you're not rejected, just redirected. It took me many, many years to learn this. And I spent so much of my life fearing failure. But actually looking back, just as Crystal said, some of the best things that have happened to me in my life have come from something that I may initially have viewed as failure. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode. We love hearing from you and we'd really love to hear what you thought of this. Um, You can get in touch with us on all forms of social media. And if you do have a minute to give us a rating or a review on whatever platform you're using to listen, that really does make a difference. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we will be back in a couple of weeks time and we will be talking all about sex. Um, Cheers. Mm -hmm.